Hello, this is a podcast about an initiative called As We Are. I'm not used to doing podcasts for publication outside of closed groups or communities, but I feel that Rachel's initiative needs a much wider audience in order to encourage the diversity of participation that it needs and generally the promotion it needs to ensure that it gets off the ground properly. To explain what As We Are is all about, I'll read you their mission statement, which says... As We Are is a group that's dedicated to challenging and transforming society's traditional ideals about beauty and health through various forms of art and media. We believe that through representing the diversity of bodies as they are, including their shape, size, sexuality, age, gender expression and presentation, ability and race, and encouraging compassion and love for the self and others, we take steps towards radical social justice and change. Ambitious? Certainly but also very well intended in my opinion. Rachel and I had a very long and honest conversation that I've had to edit down to make it a sensible length for this podcast. And during the editing process, I realized that I'd probably given away a little bit more of my opinion and background than I'd normally be comfortable with. But I did decide to leave it in because I felt that it was in the spirit and ethos of As We Are. And also Rachel was very open about her motivation for the initiative both from a personal and a professional perspective. So here it is, Rachel and I talking all things as we are. Rachel, introduce yourself and outline your background. Oh my goodness. All right. So um, my name is Rachel Zapata. I'm living currently in New York City, the Big Apple. Um, I'm originally from Virginia, where I grew up, and um, I studied acting, uh, got a BA in acting, um, and then along the way, uh, for the purposes of, I guess, what we're going to chat about here, I had a lot of issues with, um, you know, body image, and when you're, especially as an actor, when you're seeing what's on TV, and, um, you know, you're seeing a certain body portrayed a lot of the time. Um, it really makes you kind of question, you know, yourself and, and how you kind of fit into that. And, and, uh, you know, that was always a struggle. And so, you know, I've been in New York city now six years and I still continued, uh, acting. Um, I did more training, uh, up until actually it was uh, about two months ago. I've always been kind of in like the school bubble and I didn't kind of realize that until now. And so now I'm kind of out in the world and, uh, you know, it kind of forced me to then go, okay, like you're jumping into, you know, acting like kind of for real now. So it's like, you know, I think that, um, really kind of woke me up and it made me kind of also kind of face even more head on my, my struggles with my body because I didn't have, you know, the busyness of school to really, um, kind of distract me. I mean, I, it was always there. I mean, you know, and, and, and obviously acting is, it's all about opening yourself up and being vulnerable. Um, but even my, um, I, I went to, um, my final, uh, kind of schooling that I went to that, um, that really, uh, touched me was, um, there's a school called William Esper studio. And, um, you know, that school I think really was something, it was so good for me because again, it got me in touch with all that stuff that I think I was, I kind of trained myself to kind of bury down deep, you know, things tied to uh, like being abandoned by someone, you know, or uh, like a relationship, you know, or, or self-worth, feeling like I'm not worthy, 
because yeah. of the way I look. Um, and, and I've been in uh, therapy for a few years. So, uh, I mean, that was very helpful. Um, but I think even with all the self-help you could do for yourself, I feel like there's always more. So it Definitely. was that kind of thing of, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm going out into the world and like, I think I'm ready. And yet, um, I had a lot of um, issues and I deal a lot with anxiety. I think it kind of manifests into that. So I took time off, you know, these past few months I've been uh, with family and friends, which I think is much needed. I think that's my thing too, is just to like take time for myself, which is something I think, especially, I don't know, um, in America, I feel like that's kind of that mindset of like, you keep working, Um, but that's a whole other topic. But um, I finally was, you know, doing that. And then it was, uh, I guess now about a month ago that I read an article and it talked about um, intuitive eating. I think you should explain how we met because it's fundamental to what we're discussing here. You read Laura Thomas's book, Just Eat It, didn't you? Yes, yes, and I did. And we both joined an online Facebook forum which discusses the book. The book itself is predominantly about intuitive eating and it's very anti-diet culture. And within that group, People post about all things intuitive eating and they don't discuss shape, size, weight. Um, So essentially no one knows anyone else's background or why they believe that intuitive eating is right for them. And as I remember it, I put up a post inviting people to share their experiences of implementing intuitive eating because, to be honest, I'm struggling with it. So I guess other people are too. And people who have managed to implement intuitive eating should be celebrated for doing that and also share their tips. And I wanted to do a podcast. Then you put up a post about what was called Brains Not Bodies Project initially, which is now involved into As We Are. And finally, we've managed to get it together. And it's just great. I'm really excited. Yeah, this is very exciting. And that's also a comment on technology, how it really, you know, um, just can connect people. And I think the group is really um, very well intended. And I think it's something, you know, especially with media as it is today and with us getting all these messages, um, about, uh, you know, what an ideal body is and all that mm-hmm. stuff. You know, I think it's so great to have communities like that, um, online where people can feel safe to, you know, just, just have conversations, um, about, you know, their journeys with where they are. Um, and that's why this, this podcast is, I think, very cool just to be able to hear people discuss these things as well. And it's also non-judgmental in that group. Yeah, and that's something I've noticed too, that um, that community from, you know, Just Eat It um, specifically, because I've tried recently, and and granted, I'm still very new to all of this. So, you know, I've tried to join other groups and it, it seems it's just a different dynamic. It's it, it's just more of a conversation and people are willing to be open, you know, to talk about, you know, people's struggles because it is, it is a journey. Like you're going to go back and forth, you know, it's not like a, you're just going to move forward kind of thing. Um, so it's really nice to see that, that that is there. So can you explain, as we are, what was your overarching vision for it? So it started with, you know, just eat it. And I had a lot of, you know, realizations for myself. There's a lot of frustration with um, kind of what I believed for so long. And so it was more of like out of that. It was like, well, you know what? You know, artists are always told, create your own stuff, create your own work. And most of the time we were kind of like, well, okay, like, what does that mean? But this was a light bulb moment. It was funny because, yes, it used to be brains, not bodies. Honestly, it was more that like I was in such a go, go, go mode that I went, yes, brains, not bodies. I like it because there's alliteration in it. That's alliteration on BB. Uh, I was like, there's alliteration. It sounds like catchy, whatever. And I created the group. But then I realized, well, you know, 
it is about the brain. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yes, I guess the physical body and the mental body are entwined, you know? And I was like, okay, I don't want to, I mean, although my intention was the idea of like, we're more than just a body, but at the same time, I don't know. It just, the name was like, I I feel like it's not what I want. So again, our, our group is very much about, you know, challenging societies, you know, traditional ideals about beauty and health. And then my the statement goes further to talk about how, you know, through showing bodies as they are, because also it's a thing if it goes deeper, you know, it's not, it's not just weight, it's about, you know, ageism, gender expression, uh, you know, it's, it's so much, you know, the color of your skin, you know, it's, it's so much, the body is comprised of so much more than just like fat on a body, you Absolutely. know, and that for me, like, that's why I guess it delved in deeper with the name and that's why I loved as we are because it's like encompassing everything you know about us again for me my struggle was with weight whereas with other people it was something completely different and then the point is like through you know showing bodies as they are in all these different factors or in aspects and through finding compassion for for others and for ourselves like that will create you know social justice and change and that's kind of what it's about. Um, I mean, in the long run, as an actress, I mean, I, I go into this going, I want to, you know, eventually produce works and, you know, films, TV, because I think specifically, like, what we see on screen is, I mean, plays, I love plays, but I think it's just everyone has a, has a TV screen, you know, whether it's like a yeah. phone or, or the actual TV or a laptop. And also that kind of media just spreads a lot quicker. So, I mean... From my perspective in the UK, you get much more of an intellectual experience at the theatre compared to what you might see on the television because television programmes tend to appeal to the masses. However, it might be all quite different in America. Well, I think it's changing. And again, I'm not an expert on this, but I think it's that kind of thing where like Broadway and then like network TV, for example, I see them kind of in the same realm of like, okay, we need to appeal to the masses, you know, there's a lot more money going into it. And again, they don't want to maybe necessarily take that risk of doing this kind of new thing that could be like controversial. There's sometimes a more controversial thing, but a lot of the times it's like, okay, let's put Disney on, you know? I mean, there's a place for it. I've come to realize like, you know what? It's pop culture, isn't it? Yeah. And I feel from what you're saying, the type of work you want to do is much more of an art house type production. Yeah, I've been more drawn to um, the off-Broadway scene. Like Playwrights Horizons is a is a theater in New York that I, I absolutely love. Um, and then like Signature Theater. I work for Signature Theater in New York. And I just, I just feel like most times there are a lot more risks being taken. I go in there and I feel like I've been either provoked or like I just, I want to talk about it. You know, it's a very... Um, off Broadway, I think they just have that um, space to do that, and that's what yeah, that's what draws me. I mean, I I personally want to do works that do make people talk, that do make start these conversations. You know, there is a little bit of discomfort when, when you're learning, you know, and that's what I'm kind of learning with um, my project. You know, just as we are group kind of project, I I decided you know first to just hear people's stories. Um, it's, it's basically the model of the like, humans of New York. Cause also it's like, well, first of all, we don't really have the money to do anything else right now. So like, what's something that can reach people, you know, we can really get, you know, our juices flowing, but also like it, it doesn't cost money. And so that's where social media is kind of a great thing. We're calling the project speak as we are 
but it focuses on people's stories like with their bodies and their kind of journeys and like where they are now and, and where they've been. Um, so that's something, yeah. So talking about discomfort, you know, it's that kind of thing. And I think in the society that we're in now or the culture or whatever, whatever that word would, would be, um, you know, people are very scared to offend. You know, we have these platforms where we can just say whatever we want, but at the same time, you know, you've got that backlash, you know, and that's what got, gave me a lot of stress posting my own stuff and my own story. Cause I thought what better way to start off this whole kind of project, um, yeah. than just, sharing my own story first Um, i think if you share your story more people are likely to share theirs it's something i'm finding quite difficult with these podcasts because nobody ever thinks that they've got to the place that they need to get to everybody seems to think there's no point in talking to them because they're not sorted whatever that means but it but you're on a path to being sorted if you've actually made the effort to do something to make a difference And sometimes we just need to celebrate the small steps that have been taken so far. You might not know the way you're going, but at least you're trying. We don't know everything. We are not perfect. And I think that's something that for some reason, I don't know if it's as human beings or again, like a societal thing, you know, when you're in a class and like, you know, you don't want to be wrong. You know what I mean? It's like, but you're in a school. Like that was my thing with acting. It was like, I was in school and I was there to learn And yet I was always kind of like, I didn't want to be wrong. You know, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I knew that. It's like, no, you didn't. Like, you didn't know that. And that's okay. And so that's... That's a mindset, though, isn't it? There is a a perfectionist mindset that doesn't often help with with some people. Um, People can find it hard to get over. But that's, that's the beauty of as we are, because we're all different. And that's the diversity that you're trying to you know illustrate through the stories that you're getting yeah and I think it's that kind of thing again where like if we don't open ourselves up to being like hey you know what I'm still on this journey you know I don't know everything with me again like not wanting to say certain things you know not wanting to say certain things because I'm so scared about like offending someone and to not assume that's other thing you know I'm learning like don't always assume someone is something be okay with asking like what do you like to be you know called you know and again that's what this group is is I really want it to be about just like not being afraid to be like hey I don't know and I want you to teach me just being open yeah so there was a point where again I was having a lot of struggles with what I wanted this group to be about again social media is like a big monster yeah And it's like, okay, you post one thing, people will pick it apart. You know, it's like you could be intending it to be one way, then someone, some troll finds a way or someone that's truly affected by it goes, you know, is this what you're saying? And you're like, no, that's not what I was saying. Because for example, with my first post, um, for me, intuitive eating was my journey. For me, it was like a part of it. And I wanted more people to know about it. And then I had my girlfriend read it over and she was like, you know, this sounds like an ad for intuitive eating. But then there's a part of me that's like, well, I do advocate for intuitive eating. So is that what I want? And she's like, well, I mean, I think it's like, you know, it just sounds like an ad. Like, where's the, you know, you had more personality in like your first draft. And I was like, okay. And so I wrote the other draft. But I don't want to take out intuitive eating because, I mean, which, which it ended up working out that I kind of added it in as like a, you know, one of the many things that helped me because it wasn't just intuitive a tool eating. in the toolbox. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I found a way to write it. But then, for example, you know, I interviewed with someone recently. She had like the same, you know, messages coming out of her mouth that I loved. She was like, yes, like all bodies are, you know, they should be respected and they should, you know, you should, you know, you could be healthy at any size. And I was like, yes, you know, this is great. You know, I love it. What has helped you? And she was like, 
Beachbody and I went, okay, I think I know what that is. And I looked it up and it, I mean, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I haven't done enough research, but for me, from what I saw, it was about, you know, portion control and like burning a certain amount of calories. Again, I, you know, I, I, I just, uh, all of a sudden I just went, oh, okay, this is a level of dieting. And so in the intuitive eating community, obviously, you know, it's, it's all about not dieting, not portion control, not all that. It's just about, you know, I mean, it's more complex than just, you know, eat whatever you want. So I was like at this, at this point, and I sat down at my desk and I turned to my coworker who I, I just splurged at him all the time. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, what do I do? Obviously she's saying a lot of the things that I believe in, but she's talking about beach body and like, uh, isn't that bad? Like that's, that's bad, but, right? Like intuitive eating. But you can look at it another way because she's obviously ch- achieved acceptance, which is what, as we are, promotes but yes, she's exactly. done it in a different way than you would do it. And, you know, it might not be right for anyone, everyone. For example, intuitive eating. I'm not convinced it's the right way for me to go, but I will get to where I need to be. But it might be completely different from the way you would do it. But at the end of the day, I think we should all be able to accept ourselves and all be able to feel that we're not being judged. I'm trying to remember. But it's really hard. I'm trying to remember. Because that word acceptance, and I need to reread her book because she talks about it. Um, uh, Sonia Renee Taylor um, wrote a book, The Body is Not an Apology. And she even goes deeper into that with acceptance. I believe she talks about it being just the surface. It's more than just accepting. It's like really loving yourself. And I wish I could articulate it better. It was interesting. I just was sitting there, right? And I went, oh my God. I believe I'm still on my journey, say, with religion, and that's a whole other topic, but, like, that's just, I'm still, I I believe I'm agnostic, so, like, that's kind of where I think I am right now, and I was sitting there, though, and I went, oh, my gosh, you know, I finally get how people feel. I've heard in the past this idea of, like, you know, um, I I have to save you from hell. Yeah. And I've always been like, what, you know, like, and they're like, I I just want to save you from hell. And like, I remember hearing that and being like, what? And I went, oh my God, you know, Dale, that was my coworker. I'm like, oh my God, like, I get it. Like, I understand now what they mean, because then there's me as a person going, oh my God, I have to save you from dieting. You have to save you from dieting. And it was like that, that moment where I went, that's what it's about for me. And that's what I want as we are to be about. Because, like, obviously with this girl, you know, Beachbody was something, like, and she's, like, a great person. And obviously it's, like, something's working and we shouldn't not acknowledge that. But at the same time, there are other factors. So it's, like, a balance, you know. And that, and then that made me excited because it's, like, yeah, because I want to talk to different people. I don't want to just talk to intuitive eaters. Like, I, I, know, I kind of understand already where they're coming from. Like, I want to hear, I want to have more conversations with, with, with as many people as I can. Would you describe as we are as a body positivity movement or is it less obvious than that? Because you're talking much more about acceptance and body neutrality instead of the eyes, teeth and jazz hands, boundless confidence of body positivity. You do see a lot of body positivity on social media, but my personal feeling is that sometimes it's just a little bit too extreme. No, exactly. And that was something earlier on that I discovered again, when I was looking into um, changing the name, for example, I said, okay, well, like body positivity was initially the word I used. And I was like being body positive, like body positive. Cause I think that's what the media right now has kind of grabbed 
initially from why research it was you know fat activism was what it was really and then body positivity came along i do think that like people have taken body positivity and they've kind of it's it's it just took away i don't know how to how to phrase it but um extreme it's extreme yeah so it's like you know that was some responses that that some fat activists said they were like well i don't really use that i just say i'm a fat activist and then there were some that were like yeah body positivity just like love yourself but jess baker who i really enjoy and she was one of the first writers that I, i read her book things no one will tell fat girls and that was years ago but i saw that she wrote a comment and she talked about sonia renee taylor and she was like i think that we should be moving towards this idea of not necessarily because bottom line it's you know and i've learned this through my mental health um, you know, going to, through therapy, it's like, you're never going to be completely positive. You're never going to be completely negative. There's always going to be, it's always this kind of a gray area. Yeah, it is. There's a balance. It's like to put yourself, like you said, in an extreme is a bit unrealistic because then there's this pressure too to be positive. And it's like, if you're not positive, you're not doing it right. And that's how I found Sonia Renee Taylor's um, books and stuff. Um, and she talks about this idea of body equality. It's not like the extreme um, that I think our culture is kind of, you know, grabbing onto. I've been looking at a lot of posts that are body positive or they turn themselves body positive. Most of it's still well intended. It's not as clean as people make it out to be, you know. And what's behind those beautiful photographs and posts? Because it's not real life. And I think we need to get away from that need for perfection that social media can provoke. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, too, is I think as well when I, just for example, um, some people I'm I'm with them to interview them. I was going to, like, say, like, take photos of them. Like, for example, when I thought about, like, what to tell them, like, oh, you know, I want photos that, like, don't have makeup or, like, I want you to be, like, you know, casual or whatever. But then I thought, you know, I have more issue with people photoshopping. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cutting themselves, yeah. making themselves look thinner Whereas like saying makeup, it's like, you know what, if makeup is something that like you identify with and like, that's like, you're like, you wear the hot red lipstick, like do yeah. it. You know, if you wear the like insane eyelashes, like do it. Like that's not necessarily unless, you know, but that's a question with yourself. You go, am I yeah. doing this to hide myself or am I doing it to, you know, enhance myself or am I doing it just because I, you know, freaking love it. But like, or are you doing it to please somebody else? That's, right. That's another thing, and that's another potentially dangerous thing. But also, I guess. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too is, well, I think, oh, that's so much about I think all culture. It's 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 not even about you being pretty for yourself. It's about you being pretty for someone else. And that's why with my posts, I say, listen, you know, um, I want you to send me three photos or four photos of you. Like, I want you to take control of like how you want to present yourself. Yeah, because then as, it's, as you are. Yeah. Isn't it? it is as you are, how you want to be portrayed, how you want to be seen. Yeah, and even as if you are. And even, <laughs> right. And even if you look back, and again, it's like that thing of like today, I might feel like, oh, I'm like loving myself and whatever. But then maybe a few years down the road, you look back and you go, oh man, I didn't realize that like I was really struggling with something. And like now I'm mm-hmm. different. You know, it's also that thing of like just because what you put on media today, just because like say I'm saying these things today. I could go back, you know, a year or two later and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that, you know, like, that's not Mm -hmm. how I feel or like I've grown. And so it's that thing too, just being like, you know what, like today, send me photos that you like, and we'll post those. Because also, it's like, I have my own 
my own biases and my own kind of perspective on things and what I think is, you know, beautiful and whatever. There is definitely a social media facade and there is a lot more going on behind some of the posts. Particularly with the aesthetics thing, people have to work incredibly hard to get in shape day in and day out. They're not the average person with a nine to five job just popping into the gym three times a week. Um, Maybe they're promoting a business or a cause, which of course is absolutely fine. We can recognise that and accept that for what it is. Yeah, well, also... It can also be quite triggering for some people who may possibly lack self-confidence. For me, I'm envious, which is not a great thing to admit and not a particularly healthy place to be in. But I'm just putting it out there. That's the way I am and that's the way I work. No, no. And that's because I, I, I talked about this in my first post. It's just how I think our society works too. Again, it's this competitive thing. I talked about this too um, with a girlfriend of mine, just how, again, in at least America, it's so much about like being the best. You got to be the best, you know? And it's like, it puts you in this state of like always comparing yourself. There's this natural thing of like, I found when I was younger, you know, I couldn't be friends with certain women because I made assumptions about how they looked. Mm-hmm. And I immediately just went, oh, I don't like them. I don't like them, you know? And it became this thing of like, you know, but why, you know? And like, they could have been, and if they were the nicest person, you know, it would just make me madder. It's know? like the popular kid at school though, isn't it? Yeah. I wasn't the popular kid at school, put it that way. <laughs> and I didn't really have masses of friends because I wasn't a beautiful person and therefore I didn't fit in with the beautiful people. But to be honest, I never really tried because they were out of my league. Yeah. And I thought I'd just stay yeah. where I was. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it's it's something, and I don't remember at what point, maybe it was with my acting and like just, just basic things of like posture and all that stuff. Um, it's like, you know, just that idea of, you know what, if you teach your body a habit long enough, you know, if you tell yourself something for like 10 years, then you've got to do the work of 10 years, like plus, you know what I mean? It's like, to yeah, undo because it. you get to a point where you undo it and then you have to like learn whatever else, you know, you're trying to teach yourself. And it's like accepting that. And even with my mental health, you know, experience that I've had, you know, it's like, you go into it thinking, okay, you know, like two years and I'm done, I'll be fixed, right? And it's like, no, this is something that could last a very long time. I mean, you know, I don't think the idea is to be in therapy, like when we're talking about therapy, like for the rest of your life or like anything like that. But it's just that idea of, no, it's hard because again, and it's also a survival thing. You know, I think instinctually as animals, we just, you know, there are things that we're like, it's a protective thing. You know, it's like, okay, they're bad Mm -hmm. news. So like, I'm not going to associate with them or like, I'm going to think this way about them because of, of these things I've been taught. I mean, really, like, beauty has become, I think, a way to survive, you know? Like, you have to be beautiful or you... It's or primitive. You, yeah. It is primitive because way back in history when we evolved, tribe leaders would be the fit and healthy ones. And with the women, it came down to who was most likely going to be the best to be fertile and reproduce with. It's a primitive instinct that yeah. you're never going to get away from. That said, our brains have also evolved and we should really be able to have a little bit more compassion for people and to just think more kindly and have that consideration for what might be going on in people's background. You don't really need to know, but just don't assume there's nothing going yeah. on, if, if you know what I mean. No, 100%. Yeah, the whole assuming, just not assuming as much as you can, just don't assume. And, you know, and you think like, why not, like, you know, what a way to start a relationship with a person than to be just like, I don't know you, but I, I think the best of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why not? Like, 
and then work backwards and assume good things yeah yeah and, <laughs> and then, then if not you're like Whoa, you just actually well okay. i won't bother again kind of thing to talk to them but yeah yeah that's right. that's right you're very right and that is the way we should go we should look at people and just just be nice just be nice and then if they give you a reason not to be evaluate whether that's because there's something going on if there is take a different tact if they're just not very nice because they don't want to be very nice then just clear off really right and find another friend <laughs> yeah exactly so where can people find you and the cause on the internet the main way to reach us and i've posted on the instagram just because i know instagram <laughs> i feel like there's so many other yeah. things that i'm like i don't understand this works instagram's easy with images right now i believe our instagram handle is um as we are collective and then um, on that page again you can find our link to our website and then on the website as well um you can fill out a form or message the the instagram um, in order to reach out to me and other members in the group to set up an interview maybe someone can't tell their story in in words but they can only say it through you know a picture that they drew and i think that's something that you should definitely not take for granted, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find ways to, and again, if people have ideas, I'm open to it. So like, if anyone's hearing this and being like, you know, like I have an idea, like I'm, that's what this is all about. I just want to um, be open to all different ways of communicating. Um, again, it doesn't matter. We're looking for anybody, anybody, any size, any gender, any whatever. Um, whether again. you're sorted or not. Right, whether <laughs> you are. Say. Whether you're sorted or not sorted. Whether just you're a mess. Just get out there and say it. Yeah, yeah, whether you're a mess or not, it doesn't matter. Um, if it Just if you want to share a story, we would really um, want to want to hear it. And I think other people want to as well. Yeah, So it's always nice to know there are people going through things that you might be going through. So you don't feel quite so alone with it. Yeah, exactly. We don't want people to be alone anymore. My thing is, you know, doing these podcasts, if... I can promote people um, or celebrate or champion what they've managed to do, then that is just so important. And that actually gives me a good feeling as well, that I've done something, I've made a difference uh, rather than sitting there going, I really like to make a difference, but I'm not actually going to do anything about it. Oh no, it's, it's, it's wrong. No, no. And it's, again, I, I, again, I've learned so much, you know, just talking to people, you know, it's just really so powerful how much, um, you know, human connection can, can mm. impact you and um hearing people's stories and and again that's why you know i want to be an actor because like that's really what it's about storytelling so it's just there's a real power in that i think and we just need more of it you know we need more human connection it just all sounds fantastic and i'm in awe of you that you've had this vision become an activist and you're in you know moving in the right direction and i just wish you all the luck in the world and if there's anything i can do to help then you know where I am. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. And again, it's like I get to make friends. Like now I have a, I have yeah. you as a friend and it's so um, exciting. And uh, yeah, I, I just, I can't wait to meet more people and, and I will 100%, you know, let you know if I, well, with your podcast, this is great. So I will definitely be promoting this Excellent. as well um, through my platform of like 40 likes right now. Yeah, I, well, I know. <laughs> Mine's not great either, but you know, you've got to start small before you can... Uh hit the big time it was so great to catch up with Rachel finally and hopefully we'll be able to collaborate in the future as she said she's looking for people to tell their stories or produce content for the cause illustrations paintings poetry creative writing photography or whatever else they would all be very very welcome 
Rachel mentioned a couple of books that she's read that may be of interest. Firstly, Body is Not an Apology by Sonia Renee Taylor. Things No One Will Tell Fat Girls by Jess Baker and Just Eat It by Laura Thomas. If you want to contact Rachel or the As We Are group, you can do so via Instagram where they're known as As We Are Collective. That's all one word. And if you want to share your small victory, a story of overcoming challenge, to talk about what's helped you to move forward and make a difference in your life, or if you just want to promote something with the intention of helping and inspiring others, then do please email me at almondtriangle at gmail.com. I'm happy to talk to anyone for a podcast. And as with Rachel's initiative, it's perfectly okay for you to remain anonymous if you wish to. Thanks for listening. Kind wishes and goodbye. Goodbye.